All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Vortex Lounge, the podcast where we're going to talk about everything creative. And um, time to time, we're going to bring on creators like our first guest here, Digital Onslaught, or Onslaught for short. And in the show, really simple. We're going to discuss everything creative, talk about updates, talk about our thoughts, feelings, and then ask questions about our guests and get a little bit of a deeper insight on why they create. All right. Nice. So to start off really quickly, um, you refund released. How long has it been? Like uh, two, three weeks? Yeah, maybe somewhere around there. And have you gotten to play around with it at all? Onslaught? Uh, yeah, I have. I'm actually creating a map right now. Oh, what's, uh, what's that mm. map? Uh, well, firstly, like, to backtrack a bit, I had another map uh, that I was working on. It was like a wasteland type of uh, free-for-all, basically. I was using like fab props, but yeah. after the uh, recent update, Epic kind of screwed it up with the uh, fab presets, so I couldn't even like launch the session, so I had to move <laughs> on to another project entirely, which sucks, since it was like working on it. Yeah, it's been a bit yeah. bugged with uh, the launching sessions. That shit gets really annoying. Right? It's just fucking... Yeah, um, good. What was it? There is a fucking thing that I saw on Twitter, and it's um... I don't know if you saw it. And I think Mustard Plays reacted to it too. It's this dinosaur temple run looking shit called Rex Rampage. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I don't know. It's, um, the thing that he posted, it was like a little cinematic. And then yeah. you go down, you go down a zip line and then yeah. the camera pans behind you and there's a fucking T-Rex. It's so sick. No, I don't think um, I saw that. Oh, you didn't? Um, no. Well, Mustard reacted to this shit. And, um, I happen to be friends with the guy that made it. So he goes and he reaches, he DMs me and he shows me Mustard actually like went and DM'd him asking for the code, like begging for the code so he can show everyone how fucking insane it is. But it's like the guy that made it is only, I'm the guy that made it is only, I'm getting apps. Oh, it's, it's all right. The guy that yeah, made okay. the map, he can't even, he's nowhere near publishing this shit. It's wow. kind of sad actually, but. Um, there we go. Um, what was that on about though? Oh, I know that you know what? Epic. They locked me out of the uh, map thing, the map earnings, the economy 2.0. Because oh, yeah. back with wow. that Rocket League thing, I, since I knew they locked you out if you were under 13 and I was over 13, I just put my honest age. And now they're like, well, clearly not 18, so now you can't do it. That's. Great. Okay. Um, vegan. Since we already mentioned mustard, um, did you see mustards? He made uh, his own di- uh, Reddit. I think it is. It's a Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Fortnite creative Reddit, but better. Uh-huh. I fucking love it. I actually found out today, um, because I I self promoted the uh, the podcast on the official Fortnite creative uh reddit mm-hmm. i didn't know that there was no self-promotion so i self-promoted it and i get a message like an hour later this is your band and i'm like what <laughs> the fuck 
but um, mustards actually allows that, which is awesome. I love that. Um, so it might as well be the same thing as the uh, creative Reddit, but it just has more options. You can do more. I like it. Yeah. There's a lot of good shit in there. Mm -hmm. Onslaught. Hey, what's up? Oh, you good? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Just, We're uh, back. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So the question I was going to ask is now that we're further into UEFN um, and everyone's like really getting settled and, and getting used to it, how's your experience been? Yeah, any nitpicks? Uh, well, unfortunately, I haven't been able like, to uh, jump in UFN when it released since yeah. my video kind of got fried. So I had like two weeks of not being able to play. <laughs> and I was too excited to the party, and then when I got into it, I did like two days to like actually know how the tools worked. It's just like so different from the uh, from the creative, right? Yeah. I, I started uh, making the first map, and and uh, now we're here. But like the um, my current map that I'm doing right now is super ambitious, honestly. Something yeah. Like I've yeah. Done before. What's the um? What's the idea of the map? What do you go? So. It's like it's super. Oh, my bad. Someone called me. All right. You're good. You can keep going. Well, yeah. So it's like super ambitious to the point that no one else did the idea in UFN or in Fortnite Creative. Like I'm the first person to do it. So it puts a lot of pressure on me. But yeah, it is. Um, it's there goes like All right, then you guys better stay tuned. Can't wait so, to see what he comes up with. I mean, yeah. I'm still like, it's like at least 30% done, basically. I still need a lot of fixes, but it's basically going to be like, I don't want to like spoil a lot of things that I don't want other people to steal the idea since it's like super. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's basically going to be like, have you guys played No Man's Sky? You guys know the game? I think. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, and the white giant. Yeah, so um, basically, uh, it's like oh, a huge open world space game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you spawn in the uh, the world, you're going to be able to, um, like you're going to spawn in a space station because it's going to be like an entire industry, basically. And then you're going to go to a certain like hangar, and then you could fly your spaceship into other planets and stuff like that. Like, super ambitious. So, oh, that right. sounds awesome. I, I love space games. And it sounds like, like yeah. um, there's another game that I was thinking that as a team here, we can make. Um, have you played Warframe? Any of you? I nope. I've heard of it, but I haven't played with no. It's it's like Destiny, but with ninjas. I don't know how to explain it. It's Destiny, but with ninjas. Okay. Ninjas. It's cool. Um, I, you know what game I was talking about? <laughs> it's so fun, and I love that game. Um, I play it a lot, and I, I don't think the mechanics that are in that game are possible in Fortnite, though. I don't think you can do that. Yeah. Definitely not. Their mechanics go crazy, though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can do it, like, at two, one or two years down the line when uh, UFN catches up to your Unreal Engine and stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of, did uh, did you guys see the, uh, the timeline for UFN? Yeah, we have. No, I actually haven't. You haven't? It's um, like no, um, it says like in the first period it's like basic BR maps and then like in one to two years it's gonna be like mid game ranges and stuff like that. 
and then like coming soon basically they don't even have like a timestamp for it it's gonna be like simulated games and like in terms like gta type maps you know it's gonna be like oh yeah super intense all right yeah like, imagine right. that in two years from now right now personally i would now. take it with the grain of salt though yeah yeah because but... it took a while for uefn to drop when we were meant to get it you know like a year ago yeah, well, yeah it took it a while from some stuff that i heard the main reason of anything that it didn't drop as soon as they wanted to was just because of verse True. so i feel yeah. like verse is the main thing to stay away from yeah. for the most part but the way it, it's is, i feel like not a, a lot of people are utilizing uh for yeah because like, i don't see a lot of people using it since it's, it's so complicated if you uh i haven't like, even touched it yet it's not even it's not even just the fact that it's complicated, it's that it's new, and yeah, true. <laughs> it, it, UEFN brought in this audience to creative that, like, no one, no one knows. All these developers yeah. coming in, I've, I've seen so many UE5 developers just, like, hop into Fortnite, it's so weird. It's yeah, so yeah. obscure. The thing is, if they didn't, like, implement Verse and they just used, like, C++ or like that's like a known coding uh, language it would be much right. easier but they brought in like this new thing that people had to learn from scratch so that's the problem I think, right? yeah. I think the idea that they were going for was releasing verse would put everyone on the same level true yeah yeah you're right uh, it, it didn't really work <laughs> yeah it, it backfired <laughs> but the idea had meaning into it and i like that yeah so, like it's something that at one point it was missing a lot or like, if you were on a higher skill level as someone else, you were just on a higher skill level. There's nothing. There's nothing else to it. But it's um, I've been seeing a lot of hate on UEFN recently, and well, I don't um, have much hate. Yeah, it's it's um about how like it's so much harder to find new things because you can basically do everything. But that's why yeah. I love watching like mustard that, because like, mustard. Um, Mustard in his server, you see all of the like amazing creations and all the amazing stuff that people are doing, all the different stuff. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. I just um, I don't. What I don't like is actually that one still plays such a huge part in two Like, there's good parts about that, but I feel like as we move forward, one point is gonna it's gonna have to get pushed away further. Yeah, but I mean, it's. Easier for me because I've never touched anything as complicated as UEFN, but it's just yeah. I feel easier because it still has something I'm used to in it. Yeah, it's, what kind of uh, tools they end up bringing to 1.0 in the future? That's, that's yeah, a me too. Great concern. <laughs> like it feels like with UEFN, there's nothing more that they can do with 1.0. Yeah, true. I mean, they could like do. Like making the uh adding the sequencer since i feel like it would be easier to uh, just make like a prop mover that you can move around different ways instead yeah. of just like forward or back and maybe landscaping yeah. device but i feel like there's a lot of things you can't add to consoles like yeah there's, like certain points yeah add them. and that's the thing like <laughs> well, you, you could it would just you have to scale it back like a ton yeah and at that point it's yeah. going to be lost like the actual thing in the process so a lot, and, of, a lot of people are gonna migrate to PC because of UEFN. Yeah. Who knows where technology 
is gonna be in the next two years or so. God. Yeah. Like all that could be possible. It's it's a lot to take. An entire map in, with a controller. I feel like that would be kind of awkward using the editor with a controller, wouldn't it be? Yeah, I mean, I don't uh, know yes. how I could do that. I, <laughs> but I think it was it was Donald Mustard. No, not Donald. It was Tim Sweeney that said, "Like it's going to be available for console at some point, but use a keyboard and mouse if you're going to do that. Plug in a keyboard and mouse yeah. because if it, so, he actually like said, I use by, by that standard, it means that there probably is going to be controller support, but it's going to be way harder than it would be to use a keyboard and mouse and yeah. I think that probably has to do with like scripting because nobody mm-hmm. wants to type all the script on <laughs> controller. Yeah. yeah. That would be annoying. I could never do that. Yeah. Honestly, touching yeah. back with what um Enderbyte said, I feel like since he said like one to two years, I feel like take that with a grain of salt in maybe like four yeah. years probably. <laughs> it's it's a lot of waiting. Yeah, it is. But yeah. at least we have, like, it's a huge jump from 1.0 to 2.0, so... It really is. Wait. I I wouldn't even know. I haven't gotten to use UEFNs, but I, I can imagine the jump between being a 1.0 creator for so many years to just going into the UEFN. It's got to be wild. It is. I have no idea what I'm doing. Every single thing I do <laughs> has to be a tutorial. I mean, I did like touch on Unreal Engine before and Unity and stuff like that, so I do have like a bit of experience. That's why it's kind of easier to jump into. But I feel like if someone is going in blind, they're gonna take a while to uh, like get into. Yeah, it. but what's so good about it, right? Is if you want to yeah. go to other game engines or even Blender, just stuff like that in the future. UEFN has a lot of the same stuff yeah. that you can just that's, that's bring one of over. The I've seen. It's like why. Why go into Fortnite when you could just go into UE U5 and do the same thing? Exactly. But my argument to that is just like there's no other game in the entire world that will allow you to make games in a game yeah. engine and publish it to a platform where there's millions and millions of players. Yeah. Millions. And, and it's so cool that they're even able to do that in the first place. Just the ability to take your content that you made in an engine, an actual engine, and go and just publish it to millions of players. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, I think that's like, pretty cool. It's a limitation at the. It's limitation, but your benefit is that you're getting players, you're getting money, and you're getting recognition too. Yeah. Um, but there's also the fact I th- people rely on discovery too much, and I think that's still a thing. They do even now. There's discovery is a great thing, but people kind of take discovery and they think it's their only way to get out there and it isn't it's not yeah you gotta do some stuff yourself yep you gotta send her from the crowd but that's why i think um a lot of creators end up failing and quitting because they rely on epic to do everything for them too much and they don't take an account that there's I mean, promoting that they can do if you saw the state of discovery you would quit too like <laughs> yeah, if you saw it yeah. a year ago it was terrible so you can see why a lot I, of people like i think it's gotten better i definitely do it, is, it, has, it has gotten better but it still needs some help yeah. it, it needs some major help um but i'm i'm pretty sure that the team that was moderating discover was the same team working on uefn which is why oh, it was yeah. bad. what do you think very stretched out yeah 
Wait, is it like a fact or just like speculating? Yeah, I'm speculating. I don't really know. But it sounds um, pretty, it's pretty good. Um, the team, the team isn't as big. It's just like during the alpha and whatnot. There's a lot more third party groups that were able to help out and help iron out everything and kind of get it to where it is today. Yeah. I can imagine the struggle though. It's like Epic Games is not as big of a team as it could be. Yeah, um, I mean, if you think about it, I feel like um, getting your map into discovery is definitely automated. It's not like someone manually checking it. Oh yeah, there's, a lot of there's no way. I don't believe it's. I don't yeah. think it's all moderated, but I mean, I don't think it's all automatically moderated. But there's definitely some stuff that's just done I mean, by AI. <laughs> there's a lot of like copyrighted stuff that's that gets into discovery. So there's no way that's going to be like. Yeah, but by someone I don't like, know if you guys saw the uh, the massive purge that they did on zombie map creators. It's obvious that they're like they're they're worrying about the copyright. Well, but, no, that is that's because of Activision. So that's yeah, like something that was exactly. always a risk of making like IP branded content without permission of that ip is that they could reach out to epic and then you know get it taken down or just not even reach out to epic reach out to those creators so that was always an issue but because people like as soon as uefn launched especially with that domination map that was one of the first ones that came out with it uh you know people started comparing it to call of duty and being like well just play this you know it's free and all that and uh obviously I mean, we're similar. That puts a lot of eyes on Fortnite when that happens, and Activision saw that and was like, "Yeah, no, we can't, we can't have this." I so mean, they see all UFN, these. UFN is a whole just put a lot of. UFN is a whole put a lot of stress on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, but if you saw like, I don't know why they're not like oh, they only targeted like Fortnite created stuff. When Roblox does a lot of that, that and just gets away with it. Yeah. I think Roblox isn't, I mean, it kind of is, but the majority of Roblox isn't able to recreate like maps like Call of Duty maps that accurately. I mean, accurately. See, um, there's, there was a map, I don't know what it's called on Roblox, that looks identical to uh, Call of Duty. I know, we, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. No one better than I. So that's it's like, really good. <laughs> yeah. And like, but, I don't see Activision telling them to shut it down. But yeah, that's another. That's one of the things. Like, I I never see any copyright on Roblox getting taken down. But I guess it does have something to do with like, there's such a huge catalog on Roblox that it would be yeah, hard really to even is. like notice I mean, that. If they can't even saw... start. Nintendo? Well, of course. Yeah, Nintendo. They like all of them. I mean, if you saw the uh, the shop on Roblox, there is like millions of copyrighted stuff on there, like games and stuff like that as shorts. So people are making money off of copyrighted stuff. Uh, well, the thing is, that. there aren't a ton of eyes on that, right? Activision only took action um, when, you know, I think it was like Miss Jobless Map, the Rust one, started getting, oh, yeah. you know, broadcasted all over Twitter. Like, I saw yeah. that everywhere especially when fortnite had that first person glitch and when everyone sees it you know even the higher ups the big brands see that too like activision but with that roblox map you know you may have seen it but i haven't i don't know if you know 
broadcasted as much. And Fortnite has a lot of eyes on its, uh, it's just, platform. And a lot of, a lot of these creators thing. on Fortnite are younger. And a lot of them yeah. were not educated on copyright. Like me, that wasn't educated on copyright either. Um, so when I was going around protesting on Twitter, you know, there was this idea that there was a lack of communication between Epic and the people who got their maps banned. And I still do think there was a lack of communication, but yeah. as I've read more into copyright, I understand more now why it happened in the first place and why there was little to no communication. And I like to compare it to YouTube to some degree because YouTube doesn't fuck around with copyright at all. <laughs> nope. Um, Just they get straight gone. on there. And so I think Epic is moving towards that direction, but... I don't know how to feel about how they're not allowing creators to put copyright stuff before even publishing it. Yeah. I feel like um, if Fortnite allows like copyright stuff, they would make tons of money, so it's kind of a double-edged sword there. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. Fortnite is known for, in the past, allowing teams to recreate games like Fall Guys or Among Us and actually promoting that in yeah. their game. Like, they had the whole Spy Within quest and everything. Uh, Epic is known for, you know, taking Those things from other games um, and using it to their advantage. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense that they're playing the waiting game, you know, just, alright, we'll just have that, you know, large gaming company come to us or go to that creator, because it's, it's the creator's responsibility, not Epic's. Yeah. Uh, and tell them to take it down. That's. I think so that's why I'm a little confused on what they said about like you know banning people who do all this IP stuff because I don't know. I think it's more of a, a scare or to get people a little bit more aware or just like bringing up the same rule again. Uh, because yeah. like it does. I mean. I saw a Five Nights at Freddy's map like the other day. It was like a prop hunt. It had the characters and everything. Oh, I played it. I played it. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's a ton of like IP stuff going on in UEFN. And I don't think yeah. Epic are the ones who are going to take action, but rather they're just going to wait for the uh, those large gaming out. companies to do it. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah, I can I can see that. <laughs> I just, it's just with UEFN, you can pretty much replicate so many different games now by just pulling their assets, right? Right. So there's just there's more eyes on that. That was one of the uh, scary parts about UEFN, the recreations. Just the thought that you can like import something from a game that you like and recreate it like that. It was it was kind of scary. Because original content is like I had, I don't have a problem with copyright and um and recreations, but I think original content is what should be carrying creative as a whole. True. Yeah. Is one of the things that actually interests me is like reading that whole thing, and part of it, one of a really weird part, was saying like even if you post anything that's like IP related. That was yeah. made in UEFN. And what's so strange about that is if I were to, you know, model like 
or pose like an IP character in Blender and post it, that's fine. Yeah. But does that mean I can't use UEFN for that artistic aspect? You know, not really publish it or anything, but I don't know. I yeah. think it, there's a lot of gray area there, and Epic Epic need to they need to elaborate on that for sure. I think the only reason they do that is because they don't want other companies to see their stuff in UEFN because it almost looks like UEFN is endorsing right. it and they're saying it's like yeah, you, themselves. yeah they don't want to be right. associated with it they don't want to get into your legal trouble yeah and you know another thing that I had is that's like my main issue with Epic their communication is not good it's never yeah. been good <laughs> Nope. Um, but I think a part of that is that, like, they we all know that there were beta testers, they were alpha testers, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody, were you one? Yes. Yeah. So one right here, and when people started coming out saying that they were in the alpha, so many people were like baffled by that and amazed. <laughs> Like what? You were in the alpha, and it's like, yeah. I, <laughs> I feel like there should have been something from Epic, like that this was happening behind the scenes. It, it's, not, it's not even that you. It's not even pointing out the creators because I understand why they wouldn't point out the creators that have it. But mm-hmm. yeah, but it's like, the fact that there's hidden shit. Yeah, but why would they like tell? Hey, we're we're giving out like playtesting. Playtesters to like build maps. Why would they say that? Or I mean, I feel like that would spoil that it's coming. Like that. here's or, the thing, right? Yeah, this that. kind of stuff happens all the time with games. You know, they yeah. they have these alpha tests and whatnot, and they don't tell the community because they don't want the community to know everything that's coming out and who's involved in that side yeah. of things. The reason why they bring Fortnite creators and Unreal Engine creators and all that is so that it could be the best it can be possible on release. Yeah. So yeah. that, because beforehand, like when you try to turn something into a prop, it was this entire process. But now it's oh, just yeah. a click of a button. Yeah. It's like stuff like that. It just makes it a little bit more in tune and understanding for people coming from 1.0. And I think the reason why they also let certain teams and whatnot uh, work on maps is so when UEFN did release, there'd be content for people to play. Right. There'd be hype. People could see what's already possible. There was an issue behind that, too, that I had. I don't think... I don't know if you're even allowed to mention this, but um, did Epic tell you guys at all that there were teams working on maps? Yes. For when you... They did? They, they, that's what they wanted. <laughs> because the best way to actually test this was to test workflows with teams, and the best way to test right. workflows with teams is to make a game. And get a team to like, actually do it. I don't know. There's not, like... I don't have a huge issue with teams getting to make shit and publish it right on release. That's not a problem with me. 
one of my biggest problems was like reboot Royale and Atlas. Um, yeah, Atlas, those oh my God. I I didn't even know about that. Those are like yeah, I'm pretty sure like personal team projects. I heard that a lot of people didn't know about that, but it's yeah, it's annoying to me because if you like those endorsed the idea of recreating shit that already existed so hard, like people were already talking about recreating OG Fortnite, and I yeah, if you ask me, like. You have like, uh, let's say, who do you think? Who you guys think like the actual people who made like OG Fortnite, basically, Atlas or Royal Royale? It was Atlas. Yeah, me, me too. Because I feel like they both. Both the team and because Dilly Dilly made um recreated the OG map in 1.0 originally, so obviously he was going to do it in 2.0, right? And Atlas was obviously going to do it because, I mean, at the time, money, right? But I think he shoot a statement on that. If you ask me, Atlas was the first, in my opinion. And, like, I don't know why Boydani decided to make this when you have, like, the entire arsenal to make whatever you want. Like, you have all the creativity in the world and you just choose to. Like we create a, uh, the OG BR map, you know, and he, they knew that Atlas was making it, so I don't know why they just said, "Hey, we're gonna make it too." Well, because it was already in progress. Right, I know. That's the thing, right? That's such a. It's not like it was a completely unique idea. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna copy them. It's more of an obvious thing. Like, oh, people are gonna play this. Like yeah. right on launch, yeah. obviously. Right. So they're, you know, me. he's gonna continue working on it, especially if he already has a ton done on it, and he can all, make it the better one. It's all about plays. It's all about plays because everyone, exactly. everyone knew that people wanted to see the OG Royale get yeah. remade. Even if he isn't making money off of it, he is technically making money off of it in the <laughs> fact that. There's a ton of eyes on his account. You know, he got a ton of followers from that. A yep. ton of people are playing that map still and probably checking out his other things. So, yeah, but if you ask me, if I had like, I was like making a map like uh, Rebel Royale, and then I saw that Atlas was making it. Let's say Atlas was before them and like had more progress on it. To be honest, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be like the second person to do it. Cause like that's what like they did. Atlas was the first to release it, and then they came along and it was theirs. I would just scrap it and like make another one. Honestly, I don't want to just yeah. be a copy out of another person's work. You know, it um. That's the issue, though. There is so much already done. There, it, it's yeah. not just as easy as just importing a hype map. If that's what he did, it, there's a ton of work, like learning the engine, and he did most of that himself. Not even like Atlas obviously did as a team, but he did it himself and then got help from like, you know, power and whatnot. But they both announced it like on the same day, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I feel like um, Atlas was the first and then because I haven't heard like from Atlas was the first to release it, but the boy Dilly obviously is a it was one person at the time. So like. He still needs to make sure it's uh, at a working state, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like still, Dilly is I would have uh, I would have like liked if uh, 
they like chose a different type of map. Like there's a it's just it's back. Oh, I agree. To, like, it's, it's what I yeah. said before. It's originality is what should be promoted with UEFN because yeah. UEFN gives you the ability to make so much. Honest, I, I think it sucks that they that both you know Dilly and um, Atlas decided to go that route instead of really honing on honing in the the capabilities and what they learned during the alpha to actually like, make something unique and something they can update with new stuff that hasn't been seen in Fortnite. Whereas, yeah. you know, they both just released the OG like map. A, but uh, it's like a cash grab, almost. Yeah, but, uh, but here's the thing, like... Exactly what it is, yeah. Sure, it's not original, but like, Epic should have said something to Bordilly when they saw Atlas was like already uh, ahead of um, in progress. I feel like they should but they didn't. That's the thing. They're competitors, so they they gatekeep that. Yeah, yeah I would have. There's nothing. Loved, there's nothing leaked. I would because I, I wouldn't. I know, I know, but like, I wouldn't want two people. Like, if this is like the big engine that'll skyrocket for now, I don't want like two people to be making the same map. That's not a good look for the engine. Well, I don't know why the, it uh, isn't. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't think Epic were aware of those maps either. They weren't a part. Those two maps weren't a part of the ones that Epic promoted on UEFN launch because those Definitely. weren't the ones Epic was actually but looking at. Um, wasn't Atlas supposed to be like one of the maps that are released on launch? If it, if it were no. issues, memory issues, I mean. No. No, Atlas just announced that they would release it on launch. Oh, I see. Not all teams were in the alpha right away. So certain teams actually came in a little bit later, which means their projects that they're working on wouldn't be overseen by Epic, which is why Team Unites also wasn't promoted by Epic. Yeah. yeah. It was... Um, I would love to they see said more They said they started theirs um, in January. You know? So... I would have loved to see more maps like the one that um, Alliance made. It was. Um, I'd like to see was... maps like uh, what 3D Lab did. They made all of their assets on their own. Sure, it was inspired was by Sea of Thieves, but it was like. It was new. Was... It put you in a different oh, world. I don't remember you talking about. I just remembered. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pirate one. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, yeah. And Gemstone Tycoon. That one was good. I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, but what I liked about Alliances most is that they incorporated their brand into the storyline of the map. And I thought that was cool as fuck. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, honestly. With, like, the voice acting, that was, like... Yeah, the voiceover, the cool little sequence, like, Welcome to the Alliance. It was so, it was so cool. It felt cinematic. It felt like you were in it. And I like that. I want to see more like that. But, um... Is I don't like how those two teams endorse copyright and yeah. uh, and recreations. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just like there's so much more that can be done. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let me ask some questions around because we haven't done that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, Ender, you kind of just like popped in, and there was no introduction. <laughs> you joined yeah. mid midway in. Um, so for both of you, uh, when did you guys start creative? Very beginning. 
very beginning day one yeah. technically if you you're talking about like making stuff and creative from the beginning but actually like posting it on social media and stuff that was like back in chapter two i think because up to that point i didn't like see creative as something that you could post around you know we, yeah we like got a lot of attention in game chapter one chapter two with like the build challenges and stuff like that that's what really opened my eyes and like, i saw the potential in it and then i started creating from there yeah i was like the same way I, I started day one but i never really thought that creative would go anywhere because battle royale was so big so i kind of just ignored it but it was around chapter two and three that i actually started doing stuff and promoting my content because i thought like wow this is really cool and it started mainly when they added the cars i think it was chapter two season four or five when they added the cars to creative and that really yeah. like sparked sun for me yeah but um what was it um ender did you, like you started day one but were you promoting content from day one was that just like always your gig no i wasn't i was just uh, making stuff for my friends yeah, I think that's how we all started, if anything. But, um, how's creative been for you guys recently with USN? We're a little further into it. Good, good. It's been crashing and freezing a ton, though. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've been seeing that. I mean, there's so many shit posts on that. It's so funny. Shit that us 1.0 creators don't have to worry about. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Although we do have to worry about the, um, the server lifetime thing. I don't know if you guys noticed. They brought that back. Oh, yeah. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. At the, it was on Infinite back uh, in Chapter 3, I'm pretty sure. But there was a reason why it got implemented in the first place. Like, the only reason that the server lifetime exists is because Epic servers are not very good. <laughs> so many people playing the game at one time. So... The server lifetime is meant to keep the servers stable. And yeah. so there's like a million people loading into creative at one time. But then removing that just like fucked the servers. And I think we all got hit by that because loading oh, math yeah. was slow. Everything was slow. It was so bad. But then the server lifetime gets reintroduced. And I think everything's been a lot smoother as recently. And I like mm -hmm. that. But, um,. You guys have any projects that you're like planning uh, on releasing? Yeah, I mean, I already talked about it, but right, yeah, you talked about yeah. it. <laughs> you want me to talk um, about it again? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so as I said, it's like a super ambitious project that uh, nobody like has done it before. So that's why I'm kind of excited to really work on it and stuff like that. Is it like and, adventure? I mean, it's it's an open world space game where you're basically gonna be spawning right. in a space station. And you can like explore different planets and stuff like that. And in the future, when um, Creative 2.0 like gets, how do I say it? Like more advanced, I can add like actual spaceships instead of sequences. Because my plan here is, when you want to go to a planet, you're gonna have to uh, enter a cutscene to really kind of like fly there with this like a spaceship or something. Like, that. like sure, I can use a retextured plane, but I also want to be want it to be more controlled and a sense right. yeah. and wandering off. So yeah. So it, like it, it, it's going to be like a big part there. And every like planet is going to have a different theme. Like one is going to be like an arena theme and you can fight. One is more going to be like, I don't know, a zombie fighting game. Like it's going to be like 
an open world. We can pretty much do everything in it. You don't have to leave. Yeah. Nice. I don't remember yeah. where I saw it, but I saw a uh, drivable ship on water made with her. Oh, yeah, I somewhere. saw that too. I think that was with first. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you really tried, you could probably turn that into like a spaceship or something. Yeah, but as I said, I'm, I want to push it out as fast as possible since right. I want to like, oh, yeah. Well, don't go, to, don't go too fast because you're offensive it, buggy. Yeah. One of the most annoying bugs that I've noticed is that transferring 1.0 maps to 2.0 breaks mechanics. Oh, and, <laughs> and memory. Skyrocket. And memory? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, Jeez. I, uh, like... I got a ma- I got a, uh, a model from Sketchfab that was like 600,000 triangles, which is like 50k memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wow. believe how much like, polygons it had. UEFN gives me a device 2.0 flashbacks. <laughs> I mean, did you see the bike? The future has bike in 1.0. It was like 15,000 memory. Yeah. <laughs> that the, that device's 2.0 update was so scary. Everybody was so hyped. Get new devices. It was going to mm-hmm. be really awesome. And then you transfer. You find out your entire map's broken. Nothing works. The memory yep. skyrocketed. 10 times past what yeah. it should be. It was so bad. <laughs> I mean, I saw um, a post uh, from Tact where he imported a map from 1.0 to 2.0, and the fucking memory was like 200,000. <laughs> yeah, it, okay. it was like way higher than it should have been. I don't know why. And then, um, Event Bunny is still bugged too. I don't know how it's been out is this it? long. It's, yeah, it is. It, it's still, I it'll still like anything. it's I'll not as bad, but there will be times where it'll just like disconnect from stuff. It's it's bad. I feel like um, it's it's kind of difficult to like create mechanics in 2.0 since it's kind of complicated. Since we're so used to like going into a device and doing it, since right. to connect them, it was kind of hard. It's like the new system of the uh, channels that they added the way back. I just yeah. never got into it, you know? So I just need to launch a session, then make the mechanics there. I don't know how to use it from the editor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what I do. I was mentioning earlier that 1.0 still plays like a huge part in 2.0. Yeah. Because the mechanics are so difficult to make on UEFN, unless you're experienced, that you're kind of like forced to go into 1.0 and do all your mechanics there. But, um,. I'm sure over time, actually, I know over time that's gonna that's gonna change. There's gonna be a lot more people using reverse. Um, yeah. I feel like there's just UEFN came so fast and nobody really expected it because of how sudden the announcement was that it was releasing. Yeah. We all knew it was coming close. We all knew that, but it was so sudden because of all the yeah. delays and everything. Nobody was expecting it to come out. It was like, and then hey, it's there it is. Enjoy. Yeah. And then it just comes out of nowhere. There's this just this big overwhelming shadow over the community right now where everybody's worried about like what's going to happen in the future and nobody really knows what to do. And there's a lot of discourage and um, discourage and a lot of lack of creativity right now because of the because uh, of that overwhelmingness. Yeah, I mean, there's like I saw a map a while back 
where it's like 2.0 when you have all this creativity to do everything you want and people just made a 1v1 I'm not even kidding <laughs> like it, it's right. kind of heartbroken to see that when you have like all the power in the world you know I mean I've yeah. I've honestly seen some really cool 1v1 maps in you when I saw this one 1v1 map what the hell what did I say I saw this one 1v1 map and there's options you can like change the speed of the game yeah, I mean, uh, not that. I mean, <laughs> literally, just like a 1v1. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. That was it. Yeah. But it's like, that's the cool part about UEFN is that in 1.0, there wasn't really many ways to make like a generic 1v1 good. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard to do. It's that. really basic. But with really 2.0, no, no matter how basic a 1v1 is, you can still find a way to make it fun and enjoyable. And I love oh, that yeah, about definitely. it. And people will still like it since it's just basically combat and people want that. Yeah. You know what I haven't seen in a while, though? A box fight. I haven't seen a box oh, fight. Yeah. Well, you're right. I haven't seen it, actually. <laughs> There's no box fights to be found. It's either Zone Wars, Battle Royales, or, uh, or 1v1 maps. That's all I've seen. Or pit mm -hmm. recreations, but we don't talk about the pit. Yeah, yet. those are all over the place. Um, but Jesus Christ, man! Also, I've seen a lot of uh, BR maps in YouTube, UFN. Like, yeah, that's, that's I, li I like more because it's so easy to make them with the landscaping tool. So most people just right. go that route, you know. It's uh, it's gonna be a lot easier now. Does yeah. the uh, the landscaping cost memory at all? Uh, no, I don't think so. If, like it's an external thing. I haven't tested it yet, as I said. No, it definitely a very little bit. If it does, does. Ugh, my god. But everything, I've, I've made everything a does. huge yeah. landscape. I'm sure Epic finds a way to make things cost memory. It's lovely. I mean, I made well, I mean, a huge landscape, and it's only like a thousand memory. I thought, that's not bad. There's like huge mountains and everything. Yeah, it's really not bad at all. I was gonna say, I got one last question, and then we're gonna shut it down because it's been an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um. So with everything that's happening right now, what's been a huge motivator for all of you? Too complicated. The crashing. It's a crashing. <laughs> for sure. Crashing. It's yeah. a crashing. Yeah. I haven't really been affected by crashing that often. Like it only me crashes either. for me when um, I have it on Epic settings in the editor. I usually yeah, I set well. everything low. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> the main like demotivator for me was uh, probably my map, like not being able to launch this session. That was like that. That sucked because I was like really yeah. looking forward to making it because I wanted to make like a a medium looking map and then like this huge map but i just had to jump into the new map immediately because this new one wouldn't work so that was it that's not yeah i, I don't know um, in ufn since it's like such a gift to build in <laughs> can't really yeah. feel bad in it well that's good um yeah but fortunately i gotta shut this down for the day um, this was the first episode of the Vortex Lounge. Thank you, Ender, for showing up, and uh, no thank worries. you, Alto. No. Yeah. It was great talking to you guys. Really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. You too. And uh, this was the Vortex Lounge. This was nice. All right.